Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Mertland? Well, hello, Monica. How are you? Good. I have to tell you about my new discovery. Let me hear it. Fig coffee. It's made of figs. So it's not like really coffee, but it gets made in the coffee pot and it tastes delicious, but it's figs. What? Happened. Wait, stop the recording. Where is Jen Mertland? I know, right? But like I went to this like coffee expo thing, which first of all was like $13, which was way too much. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I did discover this fake coffee and I was like, damn, I mean, it's not even coffee, but like, it's good. You should I, honestly, it. I'm coming over there. What is, I'm going to take your temperature. I know, right? You okay, can so, like all day, all night, and like it's great. So, no coffee beans, it's coffee made from figs. Yeah, and it's delicious and it's like already sweet, but you can and it has no like caffeine, just like decaffeinated. Right, it's no caffeine. I don't think caffeine anyway. Can you imagine? Oh my God. No, no thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> Anyway. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I'll try it because I'll try anything once. So it's your sure. house. Yeah. Bring it over. I will. All right. So as always, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. Why does your brokerage matter? And does why it? does it matter? What's that? And does it matter? Oh, Right out of the gate, Jen has the opinion ready to go. I love it. (laughs) All right. Tell us why it doesn't matter. No, I'm more of a like, yes, no, maybe. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah, right. I'm trying to be more like you. I'm I'm Switzerland today. Okay. Uh, I'll be Switzerland for 30 seconds. Okay. I thought. So as you know, we had like a pretty considerably a large team for our market, 12 people. We had our own office space. We weren't really utilizing the brokerage. So my, and we were doing deals and like, it was fine, right? Like we were kind of self-sufficient, like almost a little mini brokerage. So okay. it, was like, it doesn't really matter in my head. I was like, it doesn't really matter. But the reality was, is like something was missing for us. And here's why I actually think it matters. And I didn't discover it until maybe, well, it's been only about less than a year that I discovered that it actually does matter. And here's why. Okay. What I've learned in this last year is that who you surround yourself matters. Now, mom, if you're listening to this, I know you told me like a thousand times <laughs> it matters. And it like really does. It really does. Wait, wait a second. Hey, Becky, she got it. She got it. Yes. I'm 40, 41 years old. Here we are. Yeah. But like, it's true, right? Like I don't, and it never I never believed it until like this past year, because what I've learned is who I'm surrounding myself with. And when you're at a brokerage, that is who you surround yourself with, because that's who you communicate with. Yes, we all communicate together, obviously, right? Like 
but it's different. There's a mindset of the brokerage. There's a culture of the brokerage. And so I think like when this is business planning time, and that's why we're doing this episode, right? So as you take a look at your business, take a look at what is the culture that you are surrounding yourself with? What do the people have in common? Because that's why they're there. And does that match with you? And for me, it didn't match. And I knew it didn't match, but I didn't know why. And so when we made, we made a brokerage move, as you know, and, but that was a few years ago. And then this year it was like, oh, now I get why. So like now I'm surrounded with like more like-minded people. Like I feel like for me, I have found my tribe. So yes, it matters. That's why I didn't think it mattered. And I thought maybe, well, I can create my own culture. Cause like, I like to do shit myself. Right. Yeah. But like this is even better because right. you create your own culture at your own brokerage. You are the culture and whatever you believe. But I knew like there's something bigger, I guess. I don't know yeah. how to describe that, but you know what I'm saying? I do know exactly what you're saying. And it was one of the two major things I wrote down for why your brokerage matters. And that is, are you surrounding yourself with people that can help you get where you want to go? And the big mistake agents make around that is, well, first of all, they compare their insides to other people's outsides. So they right. look at this big, massive team with all these sales and they're always on the leaderboard and they have no idea what's going on inside that right. team. They have no idea the, um, you know, the net profit going on or lack thereof. <laughs> and I so you, that's right? a lack of profit. That's in a lot Experience. of cases. That's the, that's the thing. You go to these big conventions and you see these guys on the panel up at the top and it's all for show and we don't see what's real. And you also are comparing yourself to, well, well he or she's cold calling and I should do that. Well, that, right. that's just not true. We know that you should do what you're willing to do, what you, right. you know, what your lane is. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. And that is, that was my second important thing. Why your brokerage matters is to make sure that there are people in that brokerage that are three chapters ahead of you, five chapters ahead of you and 20 chapters ahead of you. But there's like a lot for me, like I kind of thought for me, I was like, okay, well, this is how you do real estate. Like I know how to do it and this is how you do it. And we figured out like the, like, yeah, we weren't that profitable as a big team. So we figured that out and we got a smaller team and became a lot more profitable. But then I was like, is this it? Because this doesn't mm -hmm. feel, I don't feel like fulfilled. Like, yeah, I'm making money. Yeah. I'm buying investment property. Like, yeah, I'm doing this thing, you know, like we're selling a lot of houses, but like, is that it? Shit. Mm -hmm. But now well, I know it's not. So like, we can, because we're at EXP, we can get realtors in Portugal, which we did. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way, expanding your team to Portugal. You're now global. Global. And awesome. talking to, you know, a broker in France and talking to brokers in South Africa and talking to brokers in trying to get Peru opened up. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, that more aligned with my dream. And it, mm -hmm. I never knew it was possible until this year. 
Mm-hmm. I always thought of you as very focused on, on where you were going. You knew that you wanted this passive income from your properties. You knew, you, you know, you knew you were an investor. You knew what the goal was. You knew what lane you wanted to be in and what lane you didn't want to be in. Right. And you knew that you didn't like buyers. Like you set your life up pretty good, better than most as far as in the lane you knew you wanted to yeah. be in. And then when you were exposed to bigger ideas, you yes. could see that you were only growing as big as the yes. tank you were in. Right. It was right. in a small fucking tank. I want, right. a, I want a big boy tank. I want the biggest tank there. I want the ocean. <laughs> right. All right. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. If you are not being presented with big ideas that make sense for you, not just big ideas, because you and I, we came out of course, Keller Williams, which we both awesome. you know, learned a ton there, full respect for that company. But, you know, they they preached this idea of the seventh level, which is where you step out of the business and everybody's running your business. And I saw that done maybe once. Well, yeah, hardly you know, ever just hard, like conceptually on paper. Sure. Awesome. In the book, in the red book, that looks great. Yeah. Like, the reality is she right. And if I can find one person in, you know, my general vicinity doing that, then a, I'm not going to have a lot to lean on to get there. And B, I got a question. Is this even possible? Cause I know I'm not the second person trying it. No, right. True. And I think yeah. like for a lot of brokerages and this, this was true for my team too. Like I wanted my team members to succeed. I wanted them to do well. And I had a fear that they would leave. Mm-hmm. So I did, I wanted them to do well enough that they were happy, but like not well enough that they would leave me. And I like that. I was like, this doesn't feel right. I don't That's like against it. everything you are. Yes. And I was like, how does ha- there has to be a different way where I can help people learn to like fully be who they are as a business owner, as an agent, regardless of what level they want to be at, right? Like everybody's different. Some people want to sell like 10 houses and like, that's great. And that's good. And that's what they do. Some people want to sell a hundred, some die, whatever. They just want the passive income and that's fine. Right. But like, yeah. how do we all mutually benefit from that? Because the other thing was, is I was training like, and you too, dang, we were training all these agents mm-hmm. and it was like, that's fun at first. But then Mm -hmm. like a few years into it, you're like, I'm taking a lot of, there's a lot of withdrawals and there's no deposits. Like Mm -hmm. I can't live like this. Right. A lot of energy going out. Yeah. Very true. It's very true. Um, Yeah. So like that, they want you stuck. They, because that's how most brokerages make money. And that's, that's my problem. That's my problem with brokerages in general, <laughs> but that's different. I think we've talked about that. Yeah, we know we're going to blow up the whole thing and you're going to start over. I get yeah, it. Yeah, because it's ridiculous because like most brokerages, like they exist when agents sell houses and they want a piece of the pie, right? And for most of them, that pie never is complete. It never finishes. And when you as an agent stop selling, you know what I mean? Like then what? Then what happens to you? Yeah, you guys got to really look at that. The person that you have hitched your wagon to, your broker, your manager, your whoever that is, the person that is your person there at that brokerage, look at what what their definition of success is for them and does it align with yours? 
-hmm. Their definition of success is that you keep selling houses till eternity ends. Until you die on a doorstep. That's it. If you stop selling, if you uh, leverage yourself out, if you anything, then they lose. That inherently does not make sense. You have to see that. But even if you are the type of person that's like, I want to work until I die and I want to be a real estate agent until I die, I think that's fine. If you want to die on somebody's doorstep, showing a house or giving a listing appointment, that's fine. Here's what I think. You should have a choice. I want that to be a choice because Freedom, I'm yep. choosing to do it because I love it, not because I have to do it because if I don't sell a house, I can't pay my mortgage. Bump that. Well, right. all my mortgages. No, I'm just well, those will be paid off soon anyway. So I know, so good. soon. Um, the other thing I said, why your brokerage matters, let's just like break this down to maybe less of a sophisticated plan in your life and just a, a fact of your daily business acumen. You, your, your brokerage matters because you need to be getting something for your money. So, well, first you need to figure out how much money you're paying. You, you need to be keeping more of your own money, but what you are giving away, what, what hold getting? that money accountable. Yeah. What are you getting? And if you tell me that your 30% or 40% that you're giving to your brokerage gets you free signs and a hundred postcards around every listing, I, I literally am going to have to come through this freaking microphone and sit with you for a day. Because that's math, right? Right. That's math. And I've heard it. Some look, I, I recruited for Keller Williams for years. I heard it so much that, that they didn't understand that the, there were cap options. There are cap options in place in this market, which is awesome. And a lot of brokerages are starting to adopt that because they realize that like yeah. at some point, when you have so much effort and you're bringing in so much business, that money that you're spending to give a brokerage doesn't make any sense. Totally. If you're giving more than twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars a year to your brokerage, you 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 owe it to your family and to yourself to look at something better because you've got KW as an option, you've got EXP as an option, you've got some Remax programs as an option. I mean, you can negotiate with your freaking independent broker, like stop paying more than $25,000 a year. You don't need to. Yeah. But, right. Am I right? Or that are you right? Are you right or right? Am I right? Or am I right? I don't know. So, so for me, it's like the big things are culture, like there has to be culture. The, uh, I want to say training and like, I'm going to be kind of like, I really thought I didn't have anything to learn. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I, know I know you're shocked. My ego is big, right? Mm -hmm. so like I don't need to learn anything, but no shit. That's not true. If you stop learning, oh I don't care how successful you are. If yeah. you stop learning, you're in big trouble. So then I looked at, okay, who's teaching, right? And mm -hmm. so I was the productivity coach there. So I was teaching and I was like, okay, well, what am I learning? What do mm -hmm. I, if mm -hmm. I'm the teacher, Mm -hmm. You know, and I know so many agents out there, not to throw shade, but I know so many agents out there, they've been one year in the business. Now they're teaching the classes. Like, oh you don't gosh. know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. You know, what's interesting on this subject, Kevin Hildebrand, who joined here in Cincinnati, who joined EXP a, a while back, I was texting with him when he did. And I was curious about why a very successful, like in my mind, 
one of the most successful agents in Cincinnati, big team. Right. I would have never thought that he needed something different, like thought he had it all figured out kind of guy, right? Uh, didn't know him personally, but that was just my my thought on it. And I was texting with him and asking him a bunch of questions because that's how you learn, right? right? And he, I said, what what was broken? Why why were why did you decide to look somewhere else? And he said something to the effect of he had had his head in the sand for a long time raising his kids and going to soccer games and all this, and he realized he had completely stopped growing. Oh, that that's what yes. changed. Like, yeah, that's what he was looking for. Right. And here he is. Like, you'd think, why does a guy like that need to continue to grow? Right. Because he does. And that's what caused him to leave someplace he had been for a really long time because he wasn't getting growth from his brokerage. Well, no way it, there was prodding him. Yeah. And as our business and grows and we change and develop, we need certain things. Right. So it's like taking a look at your business, figuring out what, like you said, like, where are you at now? What do you need? What's the gap? And how can you like fill that gap for this year mm-hmm. or this coming year? Like, what is it going to take? What do you not know? What yeah. do you need to know? What do you, yeah. And, and like you said, I like that holding your money that you're giving them, holding it accountable. I mean, that is huge. And what does that mean, Monica? Like, give us an example. Well, the example is that most people list, you know, well, I'm getting, I have this marketing department and they do flyers for me and I have um, free signs and I have uh, postcards for a hundred houses around every listing and every sale. And that's awesome. Good, Mm -hmm. good for you. If that's in your plan and that helps you and in your growth, great. I have not personally found those things to be reliable sources of next business, but, but, but some people have, and I fully like honestly say that, but you have to look at that and say, okay, what is the street value of that? Where, how, where could I also get the that street so, value? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like out on the street, outside of your brokerage, you know, if I go to purchase the signs, they're about $40 a piece. What do you need? 10 of them. Okay. 400 bucks has that covered. Okay. Right. And, and now you need this, you know, marketing well, thing. Even if well, you get fancy signs, like let's even like you get right. a thousand bucks, a thousand bucks got you covered. And um, maybe to hire a contractor, a uh, marketing person, or maybe to hire an assistant. Like if you want to go that route, which is somebody to set your templates up. I found oh, like yeah. once you set that stuff up, it's a plug and play and that's it. You're done. It's so easy. And you're maybe getting a couple thousand dollars in service. Maybe. And what I, so what I mean by holding that accountable is, so where is the rest of the 20 or $35,000? Oh, in some cases, it's like $80,000. 60, yeah. 80. It's insane. It's insane. Which brings me to what people think that is not a reason your brokerage matters is they think the brand of the brokerage helps them be successful. And you, I know you know this, and I know this, there is a top, top agent at an independent brokerage here. And she battled me that her success relies on Sipsy Klein's brand. I was like, you are literally, I'm yelling. This is nuts. (laughs) You are the brand. They like you. They trust you. It's your brand. I mean, I think in some cases, like, there's like maybe an old school client, like somebody that's like, oh, I know this brand. But if you as the person met with them and they hired you and you moved brands, they literally would not care. 
No, they would not. It is a, a fact, a national survey, that less than 2% of home buyers and sellers are making their decision on who to partner with, on where they're, who, who they're aligned with from a brokerage chamber. Mm-hmm. Less than 2%. So this is a story you're telling yourself so that you don't have to worry about your own brand or you don't have to trust yourself or whatever. This is a story you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. It is not important the brand of your bro- brokerage is not important, in my opinion. Opinion only, of course. Right. Which you know, we don't need brokerages, but different topic. Since we have to have them. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You know how to get the dig in there. It's I mean, wow. even the, the luxury piece, I think, while you could run across an objection around luxury, that does not mean it's not something you can't overcome. Agreed. I understand you might be asked about it. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Right. Well, I've never heard of X or, hey, we really, we want Sotheby's because it's, you know, this it's super high end, whatever. Yeah. All you need to do is explain to that yeah. seller why that actually doesn't matter. Right. And you have to be confident in your ability to serve the client and all that. <laughs> so you have to rely on yourself and not lean on the brokerage. You have to be able to explain that to a client. Agreed. Agreed. I think it's time for a break. Yeah, we could go on. This one is one we could go on and on about, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, let's take a break and hear a short word from our partners. And when we return, we will have our final points. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. It's Monica Weekly, the founder of ghostposter.com. Hey, have you ever wondered what should I post today? I know I need to post on Facebook about real estate. I just don't know what to post. If you've ever thought about that, ghostposter.com solves that for you. Fresh new ideas in your email every day and a library of hundreds of real estate related posts that'll help you earn more referrals, save time, brand yourself, get great engagement and eliminate all the stress. Go to ghostposter.com, use code Fight Club to get $50 off your annual membership. That's G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R.com. I have always had a coach and sometimes even two or three at the same time. But a couple of months ago, I was feeling stuck. Like I felt unmotivated or burnt out or something. It just wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to find a coach. So I started my search. I went all over the internet. I went to all the Facebook groups. I asked all my friends who they used. And I finally found John Kitchens. And since working with him, I have gotten my mojo back. He holds me accountable. He keeps me focused. He drives results. And I am excited to announce that he's stepped up and partnered with us on this podcast. So if you're looking to get your mojo back, head over to coachkitchens.com, click on book a call and use code fight club to get a free business assessment. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside the ring and close out with our final round. Jen, give me either a summary or maybe something that you didn't get a chance to say in our first battle. Okay. So my summary is yes, it matters because it matters depending on who you want to be and who you want, where you want your business to grow. And I would align yourself with the brokerage and the group that is either there in that direction or they are headed in that direction. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise you're, you're getting held back. Like what is the one thing that was in it for me? It was like, what is the future of real estate? You know, like when, I was traveling around the world and I was like, I can still teach the classes. 
you know, we just need to move them to Zoom, which is, it's a better idea anyway. Nobody comes to the office. Like, right, right. And this was before, this is pre-COVID. So this is 2018. I was like, mm-hmm. I can still do it because I'm going to be working, you know? And they were mm-hmm. like, no. I was like, okay. Stuck in old fashioned ways. So yeah. you want to keep doing what you've always done and expecting a different result? Or do you want to really look at it and say, this is where I really want to go into your point. Do you believe that you can actually do it? And I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think there's a lack of confidence mm-hmm. in people's in your ability to run you, not you. You're fabulous. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah. Your like ability to run your own business. And honestly, like call us, like, we don't care what brokerage you're at. Like we want you to be successful. So like, yes. we will help you. Yes. Yes. This episode is not about EXP. I mean, it sort of is because it's the best one. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, the best one. And if you want to talk to us about it, it. <laughs> listen, truth, truth. I coach clients uh, around the country that are with other brokerages and we talk about whether or not that's on the table and it's not. And that's great. Let's go. Okay, no, it's fine. It. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, totally. I think I'll disagree with you from this standpoint. I'll say your brokerage doesn't matter when it comes to your success. I could go to any mom and pop brokerage. I could go to the big ones. I, I, I'm gonna be able to have the number of sales I want. I'm in control. Depends on, but to your point, it depends on how you define success. So for me, if my vision for myself is that I can have agents like that are in, uh, like on my team, I guess, I don't know, however you wanna say it, like I'm in a relationship with that, we generate money together in all different parts of the world. And so for me, I can't go anywhere and make that happen. Correct. Yes. If your vision is bigger than your next sale, then you're right. It It's going to matter. Yeah, I'm just saying a lot of people think I only have success if I'm here. And that's just bullshit. That's an excuse you're leaning on. You know, it's great until you're not having success. And I did this. I switched from Huff to Sipsy Klein because I was not having success. It's because I wasn't doing what the hell I was supposed to be doing. And I went. <laughs> that's from- always my first question. It's always. Like, what do you think? Because the brokerage doesn't like get. I mean, they give you the tools, but they cannot make you use the tools correctly. Right. Or if you're not doing all- it. Yeah. I went from one traditional brokerage to the other, all the same tools with a little different label on them. Yeah. And I still had the same problem because you, were- I wasn't showing up. I wasn't doing the work. Right. And this was years ago. And then, you know, then I realized that it's all on me. And so that's why I say it doesn't matter strictly from my ability to sell the next 40 houses. Okay. I can do that. I can do that. But it does matter if you are thinking like a business, if you have bigger plans, if you don't want to sell real estate for the rest of your freaking life, like it does matter. But you want it to be a choice. What's that? Or if you do want to sell it for the rest of your life, but you want it to be a choice. Yeah, right. If you want to have the freedom to say yes and no to things down the road. Yeah. We joke that we never go to agent retirement parties. They don't exist. I know. That's the saddest. It's kind of funny and it's kind of sad all in the same line. Post on one of the Facebook groups about like, I don't know. It was something about like, tell me you're a realtor based on like the crazy things you've done. I forget, but there were people that were, did you see this post? I saw it. It was so sad. It was so sad. And there were people that were like, I was writing a contract like while in labor or like I was, you know, getting sewn up from surgery and cold calling, like whatever. Right. I was yeah. like, what the hell are you not, doing? Fu- not funny, not impressive, sad. 
Yeah. No, I'm not like, oh, cool. Look at you. You're a badass. I'm like, you're a sad ass. That's sad. Yeah. 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 That's awful. That's awful. awful. Don't be lonely. All right. Okay. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's. I don't know. Send it on. I would, call it, I would call it a spirited conversation versus yeah. a battle. I don't know. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and share it with other agents. Maybe somebody you've had this conversation with, maybe share it with your broker. I don't know. That might piss them off. I don't know. <laughs> if you disagree with us, let us know. Cause that's yes. Yes. We love that. And an exciting news. Yes. We have an Instagram page. Whoop, whoop. Better get out there and follow us on Instagram. Holla. Yeah, Real Estate Fight Club podcast, Instagram page. Yes, we're beefing it up. We're beefing up the YouTube channel. We've got the Facebook kicking. We've got the Instagram. Look at us. Follow us everywhere. Follow us everywhere. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with us, if you just need, if you're stuck, or if you are interested in switching to EXP, give us a call, 513 400-1691. Monica, I'm coming over to give you this big coffee. I'm ready for it. <laughs> see ya. Uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.